This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. Most prenatals treat pregnancy with a one-size-fits-all approach, but your body changes throughout each trimester and so do your nutritional needs. I took Parallel throughout my entire first trimester and just graduated to the second trimester pack. Their second trimester pack has everything you need to support your baby's skeletal growth while easing muscle cramps with additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course, a full spectrum prenatal vitamin. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. Hi guys, welcome to week 19 of pregnancy. I'm your host. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedic voice and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also a 19 weeks pregnant lady. Welcome to the show. All right. So I can already tell you I'm going to hate this episode because I have to talk about some things that I don't want to talk about that happened this week. Got to get a little vulnerable with you here. Um, Had a bit of a rough, had a bit of a rough patch this week. And I, I feel bad because I do not want this whole podcast to just be like me bitching about pregnancy because there's a lot of good things that come with pregnancy too. So I think for this episode, I'm going to start off positive. I'll then t- tell you all the bullshit and then we'll end off positive, you know, like a nice little, a nice little shit sandwich. <laughs> so... For the positive part, I'll start positive. I will say this week, I did finally experience that thing we've been talking about for a few weeks, and that's the increase in sex drive, you know? Um, Haven't had it at all, have not even wanted to look in the general vicinity of my husband since getting pregnant, Uh, and then all of a sudden, bam, that shit happens fast. Um, It's really funny, though, because it only hits me, I'll get it, like, at the most inconvenient times, like literally I, there was a couple times this week I woke up at like 430 in the morning and just like was poking my husband like you up. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> so that's been my experience with that. Um, it does not happen all the time. I, I posted a reel on Big Kid Problems like last week about pregnancy sex drive and pregnancy hormones and a lot of mixed reactions where people were like oh my god I'm horny 24 7 and a lot of people being like I feel bad that I do not have this at all I definitely skew more not having this at all but there have just been these random moments where it hits and it hits different um, so if you're not experiencing it, don't feel too, too bad. And also sex is kind of weird at this stage. Um, depending on like if you have a belly or not, like I definitely have a belly and it's been 
it's been interesting. Won't won't get too graphic in here, but it, it is a bit of a bit of a challenge. But you know, it's apparently it's it's perfectly healthy and good for you, and can actually help with some of the negative side of uh, negative sides of pregnancy, which is good to know. So if you do get that inkling, even if it's at four o'clock in the freaking morning, go for it. You know, that's 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 what I hope for you out there. Um, okay. So let me just get, let me just rip the bandaid off and tell you some of the negative shit that happened to me this week. So if you listen to last week's episode, um, you may have noticed I was on a bit of a downward spiral. Your girl was a little unhinged and that actually, that actually continued on through the week and got to a place that was really not good. Like I, you can hear it, you can hear it in my voice now. Like I'm much better. Um, but for a couple days in the beginning of the week, like I went to a dark place and I like to think like I, I have a pretty good grasp on like my own mental health. Like I, you know, I, I've been through anxiety. I've had anxiety for over a decade. I'm really like in tune with how I'm doing emotionally and mentally. I have on my podcast, Big Kid Problems, like I talk about mental health frequently. I have access to bringing in like therapists and healers and all different type of people talking about mental health. So I feel like I, I, I have a good grasp on this stuff. And I recognized pretty quickly that like where I was heading was not good. And I was like, I, I experience a little bit of anxiety and depression in real life, but this is beyond anything that I've experienced. Some red flags for me were like waking up crying. Like I'm not a big crier and uh, I was crying a lot in the beginning of this week, telling you just a dark place and like feeling really, really bad about myself, feeling really bad for my baby, like just being like, I'm so sorry, like you have to live in here. Um, and just, I don't know, went to a really, really dark place mentally. And I mentioned it last week because we were talking about um, a little bit of this and having, you know, some some um, negative thoughts. And I mentioned going to therapy as, as like a huge, that's a thing that you can do if you're, if you're experiencing this. So pretty much immediately I reached out to a therapist. I don't have a therapist. I moved, um, I moved two years ago in the middle, like right before the pandemic. So I had never found a therapist. I went and found a therapist this, this week, um, went in, they were able to see me pretty quickly. I mentioned I was pregnant. I mentioned I was like really struggling. They saw me like the next day, which was really, really nice. And I learned something in therapy that like, I'm only I'm only telling you this because I was pretty shocked by this and I I'm amazed more people don't talk about it even though I really don't want to talk about this but um a lot of us know I mean many of us have heard of postpartum depression like that's a thing I think it's been talked about I think it's a pretty you know at least in the last probably decade even it's become more a part of the conversation and people know it's a thing you know your hormones go haywire after giving birth and postpartum depression is a thing but what I didn't know was that many, many women also experience uh, depression during pregnancy. And it actually has a name. It's called uh, perinatal, perinatal depression. And about 30% of pregnant women will experience this. I've actually heard varying reports. I heard 30%. 
someone mentioned um, one in seven. I don't I don't know. But a lot of women do face this issue. And it goes undiagnosed a lot because a lot of the similar symptoms um, with perinatal depression are just kind of symptoms of pregnancy. Like we're all going to experience like a little level of anxiety and fear and, um, you know, some of that stuff that goes into this journey of pregnancy and not really, you know, knowing what you're getting into with motherhood. But perinatal depression or prenatal depression, whatever you want to call it, is it can get pretty bad and pretty extreme. And so I I have a list of symptoms here. I'm just going to read them off. If anybody is experiencing any of these, if you if you don't know like where you're at, like if you're feeling some anxiety but you're not sure if it's like normal versus extreme, um here are some symptoms that that could you could be facing. So here I'm just going to read them off. Experiencing intense mood swings and crying excessively. Like I mentioned, this was kind of the tip off for me. Like I spent one day like crying, like I cried at five different points during the day over nothing. I was like, what, what, what is going on? Um, Lacking interest in the baby or having a hard time bonding with the baby, becoming socially withdrawn from friends and family, becoming angry and irritable very quickly for little things, feeling hopeless and sad, feeling like a bad mother, lacking interest or joy in previously enjoyable activities experiencing problems with sleeping, either sleeping too much or not at all, having trouble getting through the day, experiencing intense fatigue and lack of energy, experiencing panic or anxiety attacks, or in this last one, having thoughts of self-harm, suicide, or death. So if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, it's definitely something to talk to your doctor about or, you know, maybe if you have access to therapy, going and doing that, I mean, I can tell you I felt a lot better. Even just being proactive and, like, doing something made me feel better. And one other thing I will say about this uh, prenatal depression is women who experience prenatal depression are more likely to experience postpartum depression once their babies are born. So when I heard that, I was like, fuck you know like this is something you kind of want to get on top of and I hate this too when I started googling I I went down I went down a rabbit hole like researching this stuff Um, there have been studies that show that it can have an adverse effect on your baby but on the good side um, if you do catch this there are things you can do there are some treatments available um Obviously, therapy is one thing you can do. There is medication you can get on. So my therapist talked to me about getting on an SSRI, which an SSRI is selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And that's like the most commonly prescribed antidepressants. So this is something, um, you know, a therapist isn't, isn't, can't like, they can't uh, prescribe this to you, but it's something you can talk to your doctor about and um possibly get on for me I'm like I don't really I don't really want to get on medicate like a different medication while I'm pregnant but if I continued to feel the way I did earlier this week if that became like a baseline I would absolutely get on that shit because nobody should live in that place like it is not somewhere you want to be and especially if it can potentially hurt your child and if it can continue after birth like that's a long time to be in a dark place so that is an option Um, and then there's also things you can do 
which is where I started immediately was like making sure to just take care of yourself, eating well, working out, you know, doing whatever self-care practices you can do. Like I went and got a massage because my muscles were so tense and tight from like just the extreme stress um, and then getting a good support system in place. So this is, um, this is something else I wanted to mention for anybody who might be struggling. So I know this from just like having generalized anxiety, but this is something like when I, when I went to therapy and I, I heard about this and that this is something that I could have, um, it was really important for me to tell Brandon, even though I really didn't want to, like, I'm, it was kind of embarrassing. I'm like, I'm embarrassed that like, I might have like this depression through pregnancy. Like nobody, nobody wants that, but it's really important to tell your partner what's going on. Like I will, I will say, um, so I, I just mentioned it to him. I'm like, I don't for sure have this. Like, but I mentioned that it was potentially an option. And I, and I told him like exactly the shit that I, I was giving me red flags. And he's like, I had no idea. He's like, I just thought you felt crappy. And I'm like, I do feel crappy, but these are some of the other symptoms. So I just wanted to give you guys a little crash course on this because like I said, like up to 30% of women could be facing this and you might not even know it. So hate to go super negative on this show, but wanted to give you that info. And I'm actually, I've been talking to, um, a therapist that I may bring on the show and she can like give us more information on this. If it's something, if it's something that you guys are interested in, would love to hear your, your feedback. Uh, but I do think it's an important thing to know. And again, I was shocked that, I had never heard of this before, but I had heard of, of postpartum. So wanted to put that out there, even though I'm kind of embarrassed and like already regretting this podcast, but I think it's important. All right. So that's the shitty part of my week. Like I said, I'm going to end this on a positive note. What's weird is right after this, like I literally went to therapy, was ready to check myself into a psych ward. Um, and then like the next day I woke up and felt better. And then the day after that, I woke up and I felt perfectly fine. Like I was out of the fog. And that's what's so weird. That's what's so weird about pregnancy is like nothing happened to get me out of it, I guess, other than going to therapy and talking it out and getting it out. But like, it's just a roller coaster. It's a freaking roller coaster. So I went from that super, super low back to a high. And then I had a, I proceeded to have a freaking awesome weekend. Like I actually had a great, the last like four or five days have been great. Like some of the best I felt in months. I had a couple of friends in town. Like we actually went to the club this weekend and got actual bottle service, which I thought was funny. Um, and let me tell you, I, I doubt many of you have been to a club recently, but being the pregnant sober lady in a club is an interesting experience. And I didn't know this was going to be my life journey, but here we are. And yeah, it was, it was weird, but it was also really fun. And like, I just love, I felt like I was in a zoo, like, like observing the zoo animals around me, watching my friends be like absolute idiots, um, seeing like who was, who was interested in who, like who I thought wanted to hook up with the other person. Like it was, it was a very fun social experience. And it was just so funny because like literally the next day, Brandon and I were like laughing about the night before. And he's like, you were literally like, I had to like scoop you off the floor four days ago. And now you're like yesterday you were bouncing on like couches and dancing in a club. I'm like, I know this is a freaking roller coaster. I don't know what to tell you. 
So um, for anybody who might be like extra struggling this week or has experienced some of these like super low moments, I guess it's not a death sentence. It's not something like that's what I keep telling myself in some of these really hard moments. I'm like, it's I'm in the downside, but there's going to we're going to come back up like this whole thing is a roller coaster. And it's important to to even though even if you start feeling better, I know this from just experience with uh, anxiety, uh, it's still important to talk to your doctor about what's going on because you could fall back down. Um, so that's my plan for this week. Um, when I go in for my 20 week scan next week, I'm going to talk to my doctor about all of this that happened and just see what she says and kind of go from there. All right. So that was my week. Let's talk about some symptoms, some normal symptoms that many of us could be feeling at week 19. So, uh, leg cramps, this is a big thing that affects a lot of women and they can be especially bad at night. So if you're experiencing leg cramps, the tip here is you want to stretch your legs out. Um, you can extend your leg and flex your ankles and toes towards your knees. That's a great stretch you can do if you're experiencing leg cramps. You also have to drink lots and lots of water. And you can also ask your partner to give you a leg massage. And this is my this is my cue to just turn to the partners who may be listening to this podcast, all three of you who have stuck stuck through this episode. Um, if you're if your partner is pregnant and you're the one who's not pregnant and they're complaining about their back, their hips, their legs, their feet. Get in there and give them a massage. Give them a good massage. You know, not any of this like two minute bullshit. I mean, like really get in there. My husband, I've been like joking about it, but I, I always ask for a massage like when we're like about to fall asleep because that's when I'm like most uncomfortable and like realizing all the kinks that are in my body. And he's like half asleep and literally gives me a 20 second massage. And I'm like, this is this is not this is not it. So for any of my partners out there listening, just freaking do it. OK, get in there really just really get in there learn maybe watch a youtube video i don't know learn how to give a good massage because we are freaking we deserve it okay we've been we've been dealing with a lot of shit all right some other symptoms you may be experiencing at week 19 kind of in the same vein but hip pain so our hips are expanding they're shifting they're moving this has been something that has been driving me nuts hip pain for me too it's been weird i've been feeling it a lot in the back of my hips which is which is strange and it's a, one of those places like it's kind of weird and unintuitive to stretch out but um getting some good hip stretches in will help with this again like you can youtube you can youtube hip openers um if you don't know any and just get some good stretches in there you can also sleep with a pregnancy pillow as a tip here i actually just i ordered two pregnancy pillows i ordered um I didn't know if I was going to want something a little bit thinner or a little bit thicker. So I got two options. And the one I like is actually um, a little bit thinner and easier to sleep with. I got it off Amazon. I'll link it in show notes if anybody is interested. My, my girlfriend recommended it to me and I, I really like this one. But that can help you with your hip pain as well if you're sleeping. All right. Let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 19. So baby is as big as a mango this week. They are about six inches long and weigh about 8.5 ounces. 
Right now, your baby's lungs are developing with their main airways beginning to form this week. And this is kind of a weird fun fact, but they are also covered by this new white cheesy-like coating, which protects their skin from getting super wrinkly. Like, think about how wrinkly and scary looking you would be if you sat in a bathtub for nine months. Like, that is basically what your baby's doing. And so this coating helps protect their skin against that. So that I thought was kind of a weird fact. And a lot of babies, I read this too, um, I guess like it kind of like dissipates when they get closer to birth. But if you have, if you um, have a premature birth, you'll notice that white um, coating on their skin when they're born, which is just kind of weird to think about. All right, let's get into some tips and to do's for the week before we wrap this bitch up. So this is actually an audience submitted tip, which I love. I love when you guys like listen to the show and then give me feedback, give me some things that are working for you. I have been talking a lot, if you've been listening to this show, about like not really being able to eat nutritious things. Like just can't do it. Like still can't really look at a vegetable. I'm normally a very healthy eater, which is so weird, but I just like do not, I have not been getting in like good foods and it's something I've struggled with literally since day one of finding out I was pregnant. Um, but I got this audience, uh, tip, which I love. And I, I got this week, it's called the Orgain nutritional shakes. Many of you probably know about this. Um, but they're at whole foods and they're like super, super good for you. They have a lot of vitamins, a lot of uh, nutrients, a lot of protein in them. So if you're having trouble getting in some uh, nutritional foods, this is a great alternative. I actually got the iced mocha flavor from Whole Foods and it's really good. Kind of reminds me of like a Yoohoo, like an adult like Yoohoo because there's like, it has that like mocha coffee taste. So really love that. Thank you for the tip. Here's another one um, from me. So I have been having really bad back pain like the last few weeks. So I've been loving taking baths. And like every time I take a bath, I'm also a little nervous like that the water is going to be too hot. So I've been taking like (laughs) not lukewarm, but like slightly more than lukewarm baths, which isn't great. Like I typically love like a scalding hot bath. Um, but I've just been like nervous. Like I'm like, is this the right temperature or not when I'm taking them? Because we've talked about it on the show, but you don't want to, get in water that is um, too hot above 100 degrees is what they say because it can raise your body's temperature and that could be bad for baby's development. So what I got this week, I found um, there's bath thermometers. So I found one on Amazon. It's like a little rubber ducky you put in your bathtub and it tells you how hot the temperature is so that you can just make sure that you're you know, taking a bath below that 100 degrees um, and then, you know, not have to worry about it and you can still enjoy a nice bath. I'll also link the thing I got in show notes if anyone wants to, but you can literally just like Amazon or Google a bath thermometer and I'm sure you'll find plenty. Okay. One other tip for this week. So we talked about bottom grapes last week or hemorrhoids, uh, which can be an adverse reaction to constipation. So to keep things moving, you want to incorporate a little extra fiber into your diet. You know, there's all types of ways you can, you can add like chia seeds to your diet. You can get like a fiber supplement. You can 
you know, put a little fiber powder in your, in your smoothies, however you want to do it. Um, you can also take, maybe do a little magnesium. So I use, um, there's this powder. It's also at Whole Foods called Calm. And actually really like, like you just mix it into some water before nighttime and it's helpful. It helps you go to sleep too. But another, another side effect is it can help keep things moving. So, um, a little magnesium is great. They also say warm beverages like hot water with lemon can help keep things going. So maybe just a couple things you might want to incorporate if you are experiencing constipation, which a lot of us probably are. It's a big side effect with pregnancy throughout the whole time. All right. That is all for week 19, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Maybe share this show on social or send it to a friend you think might like it. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram, Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I'd love to hear how you guys are doing. If you have any other little tips or life hacks that have been really working for you, I'll share them on the show. I mean, that's what this is all about. In the meantime, I will see you guys back here next week for week 20 updates. I can't believe next week we are at the halfway point. Holla freaking Luya. Until then, thanks for bumping along with me. It's a winter, but I said